Welcome back. Hello. Hi, nice to meet you. Yes, nice to meet you too. So Hello, everyone. We are just getting started with a, another fireside chat where we get to uh, talk and learn more about some of our favorite members of the community. Uh, in the past, we have talked with musicians, comedians, and even professors. So uh, join us today as we ask some great questions and get to know our special guest, who is an actress, singer, model. You may recognize her from Transformers, Saving Mr. Banks. Victoria Summer. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the introduction. It's nice yes. to be here. Yes, thank you for joining us. We were so excited to get to talk with you more and uh, just learn more about like what you're up to and uh, just from your expertise. Absolutely. Well, where are you joining us from today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joining you from Italy, uh, southern wow. Italy to be exact. Um, so it's a really gorgeous place to be mm -hmm. at, and um, uh, I'm I'm not really missing England. <laughs> I'm sure. Has the has the weather been nice then? It's been gorgeous. Uh, I can imagine. I love Italy, but uh, to my understanding, you are there um, acting for and shooting your new show. Yeah, I've been, I have been shooting in Madrid. Um, I've been uh, working on the show Glow and Darkness, which has been really fun. Mm -hmm. um, and um, that was for around about 10 days. Uh, that was um, up in a place called Seguenza, which is just northeast of Madrid. And um, that was uh, pretty amazing, more amazing than I thought in a way, because I was a little bit concerned with all the restrictions as regards COVID. But we actually mm -hmm. um, had an amazing shoot and actually got to stay in the castle that we were shooting in, which was really spectacular. Wow. And what with that and wearing medieval costumes and um, working with a really amazing team, plus mm -hmm. um, Denise Richards, it was really wow. fun. That's incredible. Can you tell us a little more about the premise of the show? Yeah, it's um, set in medieval time period about the life of Francis of Assisi. Wow. Okay. And where can we find this? This sounds amazing. <laughs> well, actually, they only just be begun shooting, you know, so um, there's not, it's not out anywhere, but I'm okay. sure soon as to where it's going to be and where you can find it. Okay, perfect. We're really looking forward to it. Um, so how did you get into acting in the first place? Um, acting started for me um, shortly after singing and dancing, which was around about two um and um i got into being a narrator in school plays in junior school and um fell in love with uh, the sound of music in mary poppins at an early age and was bopping around to moonwalker and dirty dancing and <laughs> that was kind of like the thing for me when i was young and i just continued to fall in love with theater and particularly musical theater whilst i was at school and i eventually got a scholarship to arts educational schools in wow. um and trained there for three years went on the west end and um did my first film after i'd done a few musicals and just decided i wanted to do more film 
and ended up going to Hollywood and with a couple of suitcases. <laughs> dream. I, I didn't really have anything when I started out yeah. in LA and um, doing film there and making my life there, which um, I've loved. And I must admit, I felt really at home when, yeah. I, when I arrived. That is very adventurous and just bold of you. Like you really just stepped out of your comfort zone. Definitely. And I think that that's where your biggest goals and your biggest achievements in your life lie. And funnily enough, last year, I severely stepped out of my comfort zone because I was so comfortable in LA, but my father was really sick last year. And I decided I would put my life on hold to go and help him and um, refurbish his house. So that wow. was another thing that was really outside my comfort zone because I was so at home in LA. I had, you know, everything I wanted, including my, my cats, my dog, my apartment, my car. And, yeah. But obviously that was the decision I made. And um, funny enough, whilst in England, refurbishing my father's house, I met my fiance and we just got engaged. Oh. So it's funny how things work out, but talking about comfort zones, I really mm -hmm. believe in being too comfortable in life. If you're really ambitious and you want to achieve your dreams and you have big goals, definitely stay outside your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, that, I, I always believed that you grow the most when you're uncomfortable. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. How have you, um, like, you have these big dreams, like how do you manage to achieve them and make steps towards them? Um, you have to keep your eye on the mountain, and that's probably the main thing for me. There's so many ways where you can veer off in life mm -hmm. and go in a different direction. Um, I think that I've learned along the way that really staying focused on what it is that you want mm -hmm. and believing in yourself, and also just going after your dreams because you can fail yeah. at doing. You settle and decide, oh, I'll become an. It's nothing bad about being an accountant, but I'm just. <laughs> say okay well I'll be I want to be an actor but I'm just going to be an accountant you could fail at being an accountant and you know you might as well fail at achieving mm -hmm. your dreams if you're going to fail and I'll tell you that you know there's been many times where I felt like this isn't going anywhere and I failed mm -hmm. at this or whatever but then you know things turn around and if you're persistent and you keep your eye on what it is that you want to achieve um uh you can make it yeah, I love that. I mean, as they say, shoot for the moon and you'll land among the stars, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a really interesting thing, actually, because um, if you don't go for it, it's always that far away. And mm -hmm. um, I think that that's what I realized. Obviously, coming into um, a career in acting, you have to have that kind of persistence. Otherwise, you're just not going to last very long. Mm -hmm. It's one of those careers that particularly challenging. Mm -hmm. And I think something that uh, really eats people up is just the what if. And, and when they don't go for it, they're consistently asking themselves, what if I had done this? So Yeah, which is far worse than mm -hmm. um, actually going for it and figuring it out and yeah. um, jumping over all the hurdles and all the barriers and learning all the lessons along the way. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it's definitely my rec recommendation that the biggest life is the life that you dream and that you create and uh, you can definitely create your own life. And yeah. um, one of my successful actions was actually writing my goals down, writing yeah. them on a paper, what it, 
what it was that I wanted to achieve. I thought Hollywood was so far away from me, but I kept mm -hmm. it there in my journal and, you know, in my little goals notebook that I had. And yeah. That's, um, that's a great way to just keep, keep putting it there. Mm -hmm. I totally believe in that in writing down the things you want to accomplish and you want to reach. So then you don't lose sight of it and you can make actionable steps to get there. I love yeah. that. What was one of your favorite moments from acting in Hollywood? Um, probably when I achieved the, um, the audition for Transformers. It was a funny thing Ooh. because I did that audition and then I didn't hear anything for a whole month. And then I remember my agent calling me and she told me, look, you know, they want to buy you out to be on set for three weeks. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, you know, this is the amount and this is when you're going and you're going to Chicago for two weeks, Detroit for a week. And I was like, literally, I was in, at the time, <laughs> I was in a tiny little guest house in Hancock Park, which I'd lived in for a while. Yeah. And I remember screaming, just <laughs> literally at my agent, just like, I just, it was amazing. I really wanted to work with Michael Bay. And when I went up to that, audition, yeah. I was like, oh my God, it's Michael Bay, it's Transformers, it's Stanley mm -hmm. Tucci, it's Kelsey Grammer, it's Mark Berg. oh my God. But, and, and also when I went to the audition for that, I was like, there's no way I'm going to get this. There's no way. <laughs> I walked away from it. I was like, was, ev was the most gorgeous girls that I've ever seen in that room <laughs> you know, in that waiting room to go in for that audition. It was just like, ugh, this is never gonna happen. And then when it actually happened, I was like, oh my God, oh my God. That's yeah. incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're using like these experiences and your expertise to help uh, young professionals trying to become actors and actresses to thrive and find success uh, with your new show, Next Generation Role Models. Can you tell us a little more about that? Yes, I love, love Next Generation Role Model. Um, and I, honestly, the lockdown occurred and I was like, okay, <laughs> here's another curveball for the world. And I thought, you know, what can I do? What do I want to do? And I think my career wouldn't mean anything unless I reached back and helped others achieve their dreams because I have gone after my dreams so much. And yeah purposefully for such a long time that it's been something that I've realized is a big part of who I am. And um, I decided that I wanted to shine the spotlight on kids who are dreamers, who have big lofty goals and ambitions, but at the same time have space to want to help others. And that's a really important point as well. Um, because some people don't realize that the world is struggling and there's a lot of people in this world that are struggling and acting specifically can be a very insular career. It can mm -hmm. be all about the actor. Everyone yeah. else is about you. What about you? Your new show, what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. And I love the fact that during my career, I have so far been able to give back. And I'm the ambassador of charity, of a few charities. And there's, there's a lot of things to me that I'm really, really passionate about. And one of the things is helping others. And so right. the kids that I'm shining the spotlight on are leaders, visionaries, and they mm -hmm. love to help other people. And the show is all about the my kids, the next generation role models who are the future, who are the leaders of the next generation. Because mm -hmm. right now, the world depends on them. Right. 
I think that's incredible. And uh, something so important is to be able to use your your passions and your crafts to be able to make a difference. And yours happens to be within acting and entertainment. And now you're able to um, kind of help build up that next generation. And uh, I continue to bring up random quotes, but you know, if you uh, give a man a fish, he eats for a day. But if you teach a man to fish, then he eats for his life. And so focusing on uh, the next generation, I think is so important in giving them tools and skills uh, for education. Uh, I love that. And I know your philanthropy doesn't stop there. Uh, you have tea with Victoria, and that is with the initiative of the Teen Cancer America. Can you expand on that a little more? Yes, so I started in 2016 my first Tea with Victoria summer event, um, which was held at the British Consulate in Los Angeles, and it helped to promote my um, latest movie at the time, which was Game of Aces, which is a World War I film, uh, where I starred opposite Chris Klein from American Ooh. Crime. And um, we basically had a really fun red carpet with a, um, a relatively small group of people, sort of like quite exclusive invite list, lots of celebrities, red carpet. And um, basically we have champagne, the <laughs> finest tea and um, afternoon tea in England, traditional style, which is mm -hmm. scone, biscuits, cucumber sandwiches. Um, we rearranged the menu a bit so that it was vegan and gluten free. And I've been uh, now producing that tea um, in partner with Teen Cancer America, which is where the proceeds go to, and Charles and Company Tea, um, mm. which is a fine tea company that does the best creamy Earl Grey. <laughs> you have to try. And um, this event, particularly my next event, is going to be in November. And we're actually decided we're just going to take the event virtual. We're not going to cancel this event because of the goings on in the world. We want to continue to make, make this event what it is and keep it alive. And we are doing a virtual tea with Victoria Summer in November. Oh! Tea. And we're going to have lots of amazing celebrities who are going to be joining us and co contributing and wow. uh, my fiance, who is um, a Michelin star chef, who mm. used to work <laughs> team at the Claridge's Hotel in London, making afternoon tea, is going to do a scones baking class. How to create your very oh, own yeah. vegan, gluten-free scone with coconut cream. And um, yeah, that's going to be part of the event. So yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited. It's going to be great. That's amazing. Everyone listening, go to her event with uh, Tea with Victoria in November. Uh, I personally wish there were more um, afternoon tea events in America. I think it's a great concept and it's all uh, for charity, which is so amazing. Uh, it's and all for charity and it's totally global. You, literally, we are going far wide with this event. Every single tea so far has been for a select group of people. Um, but this time we're so excited that we're just going to have everybody come and join us. As many people who want to be there can be there. So I think that's, that's going to be great. It's going to be great for charity. We already have some celebrities on board um, and we're really excited to continue to create the idea of a vegan afternoon tea traditionally, you know, with a little bit of a gluten-free vegan spin. Yes, ah, oh, I love that. And how can people uh, join? How can they get be a part of it? 
So the actual press release hasn't gone out yet. I think it's going to go out next week. So this is like, this is information right here at your oh, a sneak peek. on Fire Alive <laughs> today. Um, the show, uh, the show will be happening in November, and the press release goes out next week, and um, they will be able to join by a link. Okay, yeah. easy enough. Oh, super simple. Yeah, they just click a link in their email once they get their ticket and they can be right there with us. Wow. Okay, everyone, you just got uh, new information not yet released. So pretty special to be here today. Uh, be on the lookout for that press release and for that link. And before we head out, Victoria, do you just have any advice for um, uh, up and coming uh, performers trying to get into the entertainment industry and acting? Absolutely. Go for it. Never give up. <laughs> Live Ooh. your dreams. And um, just always follow your passions and follow your heart. Yes, I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining a fireside chat today here at Bonfire. We learned so much just about acting and your involvement with philanthropy. And we really appreciate having you here today. <laughs> Absolutely. So nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Have a great rest of your day and good luck with glow and darkness. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye.